0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Humanity First. And this week, we have a couple of very special guests. Um, And I think it's really relevant for us to have a conversation right at the moment around what is going on with um, uh, immigration, migration, um, displacement, and refugee status of people in the world. And of course, it's very relevant to do that right now, because we're dealing with um, a war um, in uh, uh, another part of the world in Ukraine with an aggressor that that is Russia. And we're seeing out of a country of I think, 40 million people. um, We've got a couple of million people displaced coming over the borders into Poland and and, and other countries. And it's a very public war. Um, It's a very unusual thing, in a way, to see this unfold in front of our... Of our eyes, but I'm reminded uh, of the fact that this sort of thing happens in the world um, on a regular basis. People are displaced from their countries for a whole host of reasons, whether it be uh, war, uh, whether it be economic um, uh, disaster that sort of be- befalls a country, or indeed. Um, a, um, a, a natural disaster. Um, and Haiti is a good example of a country that has had, you know, a number of difficult situations over the past 20 years. And many of those folks uh, end up in the U.S. In the US as uh, new Americans. Um, and um, we uh, welcome those folks um, to a degree, depending where we are. Um, there are attitudes um, that exist in our country which are based Uh, in racism sometimes, which um, has maybe a different connotation for where people are coming from in the world. So uh, we thought it'd be interesting just to have a conversation about that with some of our uh, Bamsey um, brothers in this situation uh, around um, the journey that brought us here. Um, I've said a couple of times on this particular program that I was not born uh, in the U.S. that I was born in, in Europe and I was born in Britain and came. And my journey was extremely different from those of many folks. And so I think we're going to explore that a little bit today uh, and find out a little bit more about the the journey that Americans take. And remember, if unless you were a Native American, that journey was taken by every family that arrives in this country. So I'd like to begin by welcoming uh, Jean-Marie Coquillon, uh, who is from Thomas Circle. Hi, how are you, Jean-Marie? Nice Thanks to see you. you. And uh, Serge Theodat, uh, who is a regular on the show, been on the show a couple of times. <laughs> so, welcome back, Serge. Really good to have you here. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I mean, I've set the scene um, you know, I think we make a lot of assumptions in our lives as Americans um, that, you know, America's a wonderful country and, you know, we live here and we take for granted a lot of the freedoms that we have and we take uh, for granted uh, a great deal. Um, I sometimes wonder if you're coming from uh, another country, if you've experienced uh, disruption, if you've had to make a decision about leaving a country uh, and to come here, what does that feel like? And, you know, one thing that I will say from speaking to so many people who have come to America from, from other countries, they do love america but they also love very much their homeland it is it is always a struggle to leave your homeland i think and um you know i think about that every day and i'm, I'm sure that you do so um so maybe we'll start with you you know yeah. let's talk about that journey um and and what you're you're originally born uh in haiti yeah. um and you've been here for about how long now
1: uh, maybe 2004 I came here in 2004
0: so getting on 20 years almost Um, yeah so so um, talk a little bit about how that journey began and and what was going on when you were in Haiti that sort of made you make that decision
1: it's not easy to take decision to come to leave your country and to come uh, to come here it's very it's very difficult because you have to decide what to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 2002, 2003, Haiti has a lot of uh, stability, political stability. And at this moment, I have a business go down, my own business go down. Mm -hmm. And at this moment, it was very difficult for me to continue to to live how how, uh, how I, I used to 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 live mm-hmm. and I one day I I said I don't have maybe I don't have choice now because I I used to come in the United States very often sometimes a three four times a, a year mm. it's not an it's not a new world for me because as tourist, not as a mm. <laughs> resident. At this, a, when I two thousand 2000, beginning two thousand four, I said I have to take a decision. A, the, a, maybe two months after, I said I'm I'm going to I'm going to United States. This time, I'm going to to, to stay mm. to see. From a, I didn't come from Ma, I didn't come to Massachusetts first. I was at, in Connecticut mm-hmm. I, because I have family over there. I spent maybe six or eight months over there, and I said maybe it will be better for me to to come to a Massachusetts because I have more friends and more more family mem- members I- in Massachusetts. After maybe six or six or eight months, I came to, to Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. This, this, my it was maybe two thousand five. At this moment, I'm looking for I'm looking for 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 job, and I start. It's not easy to to do mm-hmm. start from for a, It's not easy to 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 start from zero when you come here, mm-hmm. and. But fortunately, I have a good friends over here and a family mem- members mm. helped me, okay, support me. I at the beginning.
0: So you got you, you, you knew that you'd have some support. So did, yeah. you, you, did you speak English when you came to this country? Yes, yeah. yes, so that was from school.
1: Yeah. but the the difficult when you are, when uh, the problem even you speak English, but because the accent. Mm-hmm. When you speak French, a lot of people sometimes you have to repeat mm-hmm. to, to understand why, what 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 he said mm-hmm. because you don't ha- you don't have the the, the uh, American accent mm-hmm. Na- native people born here. Yeah, yeah, but it's not easy at this moment. And sometimes there's a sort of I, additional. I body. I rem- I, rem- I remember I in the I was in the in the, in, in uh, inside a, a bus. There is a, a there is a not guy but he was an immigrant there's a lady he, he hit the the lady and he said he didn't say, he, did, he didn't say, he said hey, excuse me he said why you you hit me there was very upset you hit me and you said excuse you because he confused, sorry and excuse uh, me yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. yeah 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You are in French, but in in English, when you say "excuse me," it's different than "sorry."
0: So there's a whole new um, sort of uh, yeah, a way of coming of coming up the world is totally different. Um, Jean Marie, talk a little bit about about your journey because I'm, I'm interested that you both had these lives that were set that you you know so you were, had a business and you yeah, exactly. were thriving and, and and tell us a little bit Jean-Marie
2: um, I mean prior to coming here yeah. um, you know I wasn't that I cannot say I wasn't that I was that set you know financially yeah. but I had a life yeah um, I was working you know which is which is great but um, when the I mean, I spent 10 years um, teaching in a primary school. I was working with, you know, kids from 6 to 12. And then after 10 years, I decided that, you know, that wasn't the, the greatest skill for me. We went to the business. Mm-hmm. And then um, mm-hmm. I started, um, I had a friend. He was living here in America, and then he came to Haiti. And then he... He and some partners, they they put up a business, internet, because that was a time. But I ended up being the administrator of the company um, after a while. And then that company went down because of what happened um, in 2007, 2008 mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. so the internet provider, the signal wa- wa- was coming from here. It was the Vsat. We had the Vsat, and then they went down, and then we couldn't have any signal to sell. So we had to despair. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, was maybe two years after, I ended up being here in America. So when I came here, I had family in New York, family in Massachusetts, but I ended up being in Massachusetts. I landed in Brockton. <laughs> I, my first job was at um, A.J. Wright, the, it's a store that was in the, in the mall. Yeah, mall. Yeah. Now it's, it's Marshall's that's there. Oh, yeah, yeah. If people are originari- originari- um, to to Brockton, they know. Yeah, yeah. The little picture, right? And then oh. I worked at um, um, Westickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went yeah, down I the street yeah, yeah. as a laundry attendant. So you can see being a teacher, going to <laughs> an administrator of a company,
0: mm-hmm. and then being a laundry assistant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so basically what you're doing is you're having to start again. Start over, yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. Start and I, over. And I think, you know, that's one of the questions I was going to ask you both, that um, you know, oftentimes people, and it's not just Americans, I'm sure it's British people, it's it's French people, they, you know, they make a lot of assumptions about people who come uh, who are new to the country, or new citizens, uh, and some of those are, are based in uh, ignorance um, and some of those are based in you know um, you know bias i su- I suppose I would think what do you think if if you if you had to challenge some of those assumptions that people have about you um, what would they be because i'm i 'm hearing you know the, these are people who are highly educated who have pursued um, a a particular path in life, whether it be teaching whether it be starting a business and and then and then you're seen. Um, as a person who is having to, well, not even having to start again, but is a laundry attendant or whatever. Um, talk to me a little bit about how that feels to to, to have to start again, to have to, um, you know, not even tell a story about who you were, but just to start again.
1: Uh, the problem you don't, when you have, when you have a little bit uh, educated person, it's easy for you because you don't have any complex. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> at this moment you know you can start from zero and and you can go. Okay, don't don't pay the. You have a big head at this moment. You have to be very a uh, humble, mm-hmm. very humble, and at this moment you can. You can find your 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 way in in the in the new uh, society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it, there is there is it's not a there is no big secret. Just stay 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 <coughs> stay very humble mm-hmm. and and you have to do what you have to do. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I would say it's a state of mind how you, you know, you set your mind. You know, you have a ladder, how the first, the first step, so you gotta put your foot <laughs> on the first step and then climb the ladder.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: of course, mm-hmm. it's gonna be difficult sometimes working with people. Um, let's say I'm, I'm a laundry attendant and I'm working with, you know, housekeepers, um, uh, maintenance people, so it's like the same environmental um, environment but you you're different because you have you know more you are more educated. Sometimes those people challenge you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. But you know you're not gonna stay there for a long time and then you're gonna find no way because you come yeah. to America, you have bills to pay, you're not gonna worry about it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> people or whatever you are, whoever you are. When I came here, I said to myself, after 10 years, I'm not going to say who I was in Haiti. I have to say who I am here. That's really interesting. Yeah.
0: So you don't tell that story?
1: You don't tell that story about... No. You know, no. No.
2: No. So <laughs> so no. it's a
1: big mistake to say, oh, I was a, no. I, in my country, I was a... Really, on the, the top, it's a big at mistake. Those you have to yeah. stay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's like you have to make a profile. Yeah.
2: yeah, I have to find my way. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? To find my way here after ten years. Mm-hmm. So I forget about mm-hmm. who I was, whatever I was. But now, who am I mm-hmm. after ten years? Mm-hmm. Where do I stand?
0: Yeah. yeah, that's really interesting because I know you never really forget where you where you come from, right? No. And and when um and when I, I was talking a little while ago, I was talking about that whole thing about, you know, I think the other assumption that some people make is that, uh, oh, you know, they don't; those people, you know, didn't like that country. They're coming here because this is a better country, and they, and and they they see this as. Um, You know um, something they're going to like more. That's absolutely not the case, is it? It, People leave their countries for for so many different reasons, and the majority of those are nothing to do with their love for the country, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, um, it's. uh, I think people. America is a big, big deal for any any part of the world. Mm-hmm. If you go to Haiti now everybody the dream to be in American. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So because it's a pull, it's a, an economic pool mm-hmm. that's where people know if they go there they'll succeed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And people have been talking about it, so we, we know about it, we hear about it and then we wanna make that experience.
0: Yeah. Do you um do you think that um in the end, um, that your story is so similar to every other e- group of people who have come to America. You know, I mean, jean when you said that thing about you, here's the rung on the ladder, here's how hard you have to work, if you want to make it for your family, for yourself, this is about making sure that you overcome the odds, and those odds are greater, you know, if you're coming from an economically challenged country, a war-torn country. Those odds are greater; they have to be. But that's the story of people who who emigrate, right? Who who come to a new country. They know that they've got to work probably harder
1: than everybody else.
2: Go green jobs.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But we, you have a lot of opportunities here too. You have to take. Yeah. You have to <laughs> the opportunities at the right moment. <laughs> so that so that's the contract, mm-hmm. a
0: land of opportunity,
1: yeah.
0: A group of people who are willing to take advantage of that, okay, a bit. and I know that you, you two are certainly yeah. two people who have done that. You know who have done the two and three jobs and and, yeah. and put the hours in. You uh, know, and, and we are very fortunate to have you uh, at Bamsi, and um, and I know it's a difficult journey, but uh, one that was well worth it for Bamsi, put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'd love to have you back on and and talk a little bit more about this because your stories are multiplied millions of times over when you think about um, groups of folks that come to this country. Uh, And as we prepare for the next wave of those folks to come from the Ukraine, um, you know, and Afghanistan and Syria, you know, um, I think it is about sparing a moment to think about people's pasts and the lives that they've that they lived and the opportunities that new Americans coming into this country offer this country because the multicultural nature of this country is what makes it wonderful. So thank you so much for coming in. I really impro- uh, enjoyed chatting.
1: very, very thank welcome. You.
0: Thank you so much. <laughs>